0: As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. In his special two-day message entitled, Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow, Pastor Ray carries on a very unique, down-to-earth conversation with his audience about the benefits of whether it's best to remember or forget our life's experiences and just how dramatically decisions made concerning these memories can affect our future. Addressing those whose bad memories of the past might be hindering their present and thus any real hope they might have for their future, Pastor encourages these not to forget all the good and great things God has done in their lives. Because these are often battles of the soul, fought in the battlefield of the mind, will, and emotions, they're not always fought against others, but oftentimes simply against ourselves. Let's now join Pastor with much more on how best to forget those negative memories of the past and look forward to those blessed memories of the future.
1: Most of us today have a hard time with, you know, responsibility or, um, you know, taking responsibility or living up to our word because someone in authority over us in our lives said things to us like, you are the most irresponsible person. You couldn't be responsible for anything. You couldn't be responsible for putting your shoes on by yourself. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? That, that is forming in that child's life or that person's life thoughts about himself that are going to present to him an obstacle in the future that he's going to have to fight. Most of us are suffering today by the words that were spoken over us, negative words that were spoken over us. Now we have to endure the warfare of trying to forget those things and keeping our focus on the things we ought to remember from God's word and what God says about us and the positive things of our life so that we can have all we need to get on with this business and progress of of being a believer and getting victory in our lives and accomplishing something. So many people, uh, you know, well, you'll never, you've been told by somebody, you'll never be able to do that. You'll never be able to accomplish that. You'll never be able to do this. You'll never be able to do that. And the fact of the matter is that what you don't realize is you're prophesying that over somebody. Because the words you speak have power. And those words are producing in a person's life. So so we've got to remember some things, but we have to forget some things. In the book of Psalms, chapter uh, 103, 103, these are some things that we need to remember. These are things that we ought to be meditating on. The 103rd Psalm says this, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Notice that David, who was who the writer of the Psalms, we believe most of them, he starts off this Psalm by saying, bless the Lord, O my soul. In other words, he's talking to his soul. His soul, your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. That's what takes up the soul realm of the human. You see, you're, you're, you're a three-part being. You, you are a spirit. You have a soul, and you live in a body. Your spirit is the real you. Your soul comprises your mind. Let me say it again. Your mind, your will, and your emotions. And your soul and your spirit are wrapped up in this thing called a body. When you die, your spirit and your soul go on to be with the Lord. Your body goes into the ground to decay. So if the soul is the mind, the will, and the emotion, this would would say that he's he's really addressing the battlefield where we are fighting our battles, which is the battle of the mind. And notice what he says here in 100. Days. He says, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. It would lead me to believe that his soul at this moment wasn't really intent on blessing God. He was talking to him himself. He was talking to his own soul, his own emotions. His own. Sometimes I got to talk to my emotions. Whoa, calm down, buddy. Slow down. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Cool your jets, sir. <laughs> Sometimes my soul gets out of control. <laughs> I mean can I just talk real straight I know you all look really nice today you're all dressed up man you look you look like a million bucks you look like you don't have a problem in the world but let's face it we all have our ugly moments anybody have an ugly moment this week the soul gets out of control well, well one of the things that we have to learn about getting control of ourselves we have to talk to our soul sometimes I gotta talk myself out of a tizzy man I can get myself worked up like that. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? I can get myself. I mean, I can get on it and work myself into a a head spin. And then, then, I, then I, you know, when I realize what I've done, I've got to get hold of my soul and say, whoa, wait a minute, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. In other words, soul, calm down. Put your focus on the Lord. I'm going to tell you, one of the, one of the ways you're going to win this battle in the mind is that you've got, when you, when the devil comes, when thoughts come of the past, you've got to take your memory. You've got to get your attention back on the Lord. Taking every thought captive and making it obedient unto Christ. Whatever thought comes, you've got to learn to take control of it. Begin to, to say, hold it, soul. Right now, you need to bless God. Right now, you need to put your attention on God and his word. Right now, you're getting out of control, and I'm going to talk some sense into you. One of the things we have to learn as believers is to how to talk ourselves out of a disaster that we're going to make. Anybody know what I'm, what I'm talking about? You know, often when someone gets, gets all worked up, there's another that will come to try to talk them out of it. But I'm going to tell you, you can't talk anybody out. They've got to talk, you've got to talk yourself. You can't be talked out of it. Someone, you have to talk it out of yourself. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. So this teaches me from this verse that we have the power, we really do have the power to control the thoughts in our mind. One man once said to me, and I thought this was so powerful, he said, it's as easy to think a good thought as it is to think a bad thought. just seems like the bad thought, the, it's, sort of like, it's sort of like, well, you know why? Because it's just the flesh. It's just the flesh. It's just as easy to think good things as it is to think bad things. It's just as good to think positive things as it is to think negative things. But somehow, the flesh is more prone to thinking negative, oh, Am I speaking to anybody here? I don't know why, but the, the soul is just more prone to that. But here we've got, to, we have, we've got to learn how to speak to our soul and say, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Some, let, let me tell you, sometimes you just need to take a praise break. Some of the things that we're consumed about that have gotten into our thinking, that are, you're not going to change them. You're not going to change what people do. You're not going to change what people have said. You're not going to change the things that have happened in your life. So what you need to do is you need to put your focus upward and begin to praise the Lord and have a praise break. Some of you need to take a praise break. Wow. Man, that that is weak. So, so so here David is is just remembering, saying, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Everybody say, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Take control over that old soul of yours. Listen, I'm just like you. There are things that, you know, have happened to me over my life that I, I have a hard time letting go of. But what, when they come back to me, when thoughts of unforgiveness come, this is my practice. This is, this is what I practice. Can I just tell you? When thoughts of unforgiveness, when I remember some things of the past that people did me wrong or, you know, whatever, this is my practice. I look up to heaven and say, Lord, right now I take authority over these thoughts. I cast them down by the name of Jesus. I purpose with everything within me. I forgive everybody of everything. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And then I sing a song to the Lord. And I praise a little bit. Do a little dance in my bedroom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm blessed with good things. I'm blessed with a future. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm really blessed. I thank you, Lord, for my car. I thank you for my house. I thank you for my health. I thank you for my clothes. I thank you for my family. I thank you for my food. Come on. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. You have to remember some things and you have to forget some things. And the forgetting part doesn't always come so easily. But you have to do it. If you want to get well and you want to be happy and you want to be productive and you want to get, how many, how many in this room can be honest and say, you've been through some stuff. And that stuff sometimes, you know, is an impediment to your future. It's like some things, you got, it's hard to let go of. Come on, be honest, be honest, be honest. Don't. We're going to pray for liars in about two seconds right now. I feel it. The Holy Ghost is showing me there are liars in this house. That li- no good to lie to the Holy Ghost, man. Don't lie to the man of God and the Holy Ghost. Remember Ananias and Sapphira? They done lied to the Holy Ghost and fell dead right in church. Yeah, you, you be honest and say, yeah, there are some things that get in my way. There are some things that, that I remember sometimes that are an impediment to my future. Just offer them up to God. Thank God that he took you safely through that situation. Thank God that your tomorrows are set up already by God and they're going to be greater than any of your yet. You've got to learn to forget some stuff. you got to learn to forget some stuff. Got to, got to learn to forget some stuff. I've been around some people, you know, you know, and th- this is why also, you know, another thing, you, you got to cut sometimes some slack to people because they've been through some things and they're not quite there yet. And they don't really know the word of God yet. And they haven't been freed by the power of God. But most sour people, as you ever get around somebody who's always sour, got an attitude and grouchy. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I mean, he's just not happy. The road, always... No matter what you do, they misunderstand it. You do something nice and they, they take it the wrong way. Anybody, anybody know what I'm talking Am I the only one that's living here on earth today or what? Am I the only human here? You know what I'm talking about. You do they misunderstand. I mean, you, you're always walking on eggs. It's like walking on eggshells. It's like, whoa, you know, you got to be so careful. The reason is because they're they're just bound up by memories of the past. Their past has them bound up in their present And if they're bound up in their present, they certainly don't have any hope for the future. Go, there's my word again, hope. So you you can see how important it is for us to really fight this warfare, learning to forget some things and learning to remember some things. And be mindful that a lot of the things that we should forget are the things that we often remember. A lot of my my one-on-one counseling over the years will, you know, my my ministry one-on-one with people is helping people just forget about things that have happened, people that have hurt them, experiences. Just chalk it up, man. Chalk it up. Just say, hey, hallelujah, it was an experience, I'm moving on. I've got to forget about that. You've got to start talking to your soul. Bless bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless, because God has safely taken me through. God has blessed me. My life is in the hand of the Lord. He's guiding me through, so forget it. Stop, stop, stop using your past as your excuse for your misbehavior today. Well, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've been Like that gives you a license to be, be ugly. We're going to give you an ugly license. You're, you're, you're officially uglified. What do you think? You're the only one that's been through something? Come on, get real. You don't know what I've been through. Well, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what they've been through. Everybody's been through something. Forget it. Forget it. Remembering it is not going to get you anywhere. What you ought to be thinking about is the wonderful future that God has for you. Remember all his wonderful promises that are laid out for you and for me. Come on. So he says here, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. So you have to talk to yourself. You have to force it sometimes. You say, well, then it's not real if I'm forcing it. I learned something a long time ago that helped me so tremendously. If I begin in the flesh, I will end up in the spirit. You say, my flesh doesn't feel like well, I'm blessing God, but I feel like knocking somebody over the head. I've been there. I've been there. Blessing God, meanwhile, I'm fighting these. I want to go choke somebody. <laughs> I'm blessing God. Say, God, get him, get 'em, him, get him, get 'em. get get Anybody know what I'm talking oh, Come on now. I'm. A- We're not on Mars. I know this is planet Earth. They're all humans here today. And this is how humans act and think. I've had, to, I've had to take control. No, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless, I purpose to bless you today, oh, God. I purpose. So you start out in the flesh, and you'll end up in the spirit. Just because it's the flesh and you don't feel like it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. See, David, you know what we don't what we forget about David is that David was uh, under hot pursuit uh, by Saul, and a lot of the psalms that he wrote he wrote in moments of distress, but he also wrote them in moments when you know he was taking charge and taking control of himself. And this is one of those times where he says, you know, bless the Lord. All, he's remembering. See, he's remembering. He chooses to forget the hot pursuit. He didn't do anything to Saul. Saul just got jealous. Sometimes you don't have to do anything to people. They just do it because out of jealousy. Jealousy is a really, really tough spirit. Gets on somebody, and man, I'm going to tell you what, turns them into a monster. Pride is another thing that will get on somebody and turn them into a monster. But, you know, you, 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 have to, you have to forget it. You have to forget about it. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Now, let's just go through this real quick. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, verse 2, and forget. Now, he's telling you, uh, forget not. He's telling you something that you should not forget. These here contained in this, this psalm are a list of things that you should be thinking about all the time. I really believe that if you focus on these things, you'll live a happier life. You'll live a more productive life. Because your focus is going to be on God and who God is and what God has promised to you and to me. So he says, forget not, um, forget not all his benefits. Put your, your thoughts on the benefits of God. Like, you know, some years ago, and you heard me talk about this, and I, I hope I don't bore everybody. But, but I, I, I went through a rough time in ministry a bunch of years ago. And there were some things that were done to me and said about me that were so hurting. I mean, it pierced me right to the core of my being. I mean, made me made me so, I mean, just took the life out of me, so to speak. I didn't even know if I wanted to be in ministry anymore. I was ready to quit. I think you heard me tell that story. I was just going to go to California, live on the beach, sell everything I own, go live on the beach and be a beach bum until I ran out of money and then decide what I was going to do after that. You know? And I, and I had my focus on all of it. The, and then I started saying stuff like this. And you can plug it into your own situation. I started saying, it's not worth it being in ministry. Nobody cares about you. Nobody loves you. Look at what I've done. I was there when they were in the hospital. I was there when the kids were sick. I was there when they, you know, had marital problems. I helped them. I counseled them. I did this. I did that. And look at how they're treating me now. It's not worth it. People don't care about you. People don't care. They they just care about themselves. They don't care about anything. God, you know, God practically had to come down and chop my tongue out of my mouth. (laughs) Because I, I'm remembering, I'm, I'm going over my course of ministry and all I'm thinking about are all the bad things. All the things that weren't pleasurable or weren't easy to swallow or were hard to take. And yet, yet the word of God, you know, uh, you know and, and, and well, let me just say it this way. I, I forgot all the benefits. Look at the, look at the people I helped. Look at the people that were still with me. Look at the people that still loved me and respected me and saw the anointing in my life. Look at the people that still believed in me. And look at the people over the years whose lives were changed by the ministry that I was able to give. The marriages that were saved. The people that were healed. The lives that were blessed. The folks that prospered. You see, I'm going to tell you something. When the devil gets hold of your thinking and your mind, he has a way of causing you to wipe out all the good, positive things and get you to focus in on just the negative things. In the hope. In the hope. His hope is that you will quit, give up, break up, leave, retreat, give up your dreams, give up your vision, and walk away. And he wins. So here, the writer of Psalms is saying, forget not his benefits. Look at all the benefits. He saved me. He healed me. Look at from where he's taken me. Sure, there has been hard times. There's always hard times, but that doesn't make it you know, less worth, you know, uh, you know, uh, less worthwhile. It, it, it is all worthwhile because there are many benefits. And really, I'm telling you my own experience, I'm just trying to help you here. Um, in my own experience, I had to focus in on all the benefits and I had to remember all the benefits. And every time, every time one of these, you know, thoughts came to my mind, I had to reverse it and change it with a benefit. But look at what God has done. Look at this one. Look at that one. Look at how you helped this one. Look at how you ministered to that one. Look look, 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 look how you were a blessing here. Look how you were a blessing there. Look at how I helped you here. I had to replace all of those thoughts. So, so I found myself in this war of trying to remember some things and trying to forget some things. And I believe that this is a battle that we all fight. I mean, I, am I speaking to anybody here today? This is a battle we all fight. But, but it is a battle that you can win. And sometimes these thoughts can be persistent, but I found out something. Can I just teach you something here? These kinds of negative thoughts are very persistent, but I want to tell you something. You have got to set yourself against these thoughts and be more persistent than those negative thoughts. And your persistence against that kind of thinking will win out every time. It will. It will. So our focus ought to be on the goodness of God. Our focus ought to be on the possibilities of God. Our focus ought to, ought to be on what God can do with our lives and in our lives. Our, our focus ought to be on every benefit that he has promised to us in his holy word. And then, then David goes on to enumerate some of these things and list some things that He said, I forget not all his benefit, benefit number one, who forgives all our iniquities. Ha! Let me tell you why, I could stop right there and I'd be, we, we would be supremely blessed right there. And remember what I said, when he forgave you of your iniquities, he not only took away the penalty of sin or the sin, but he took away the effects of the sin. Because sin is what brought sickness into the world. Sin is what brought poverty into the world. Sickness is what brought confusion into... uh, uh, Sin is what brought confusion into the world. And that's why we that are under the blood of Jesus... The sin issue has been dealt with in our lives from God's perspective. When we say we're covered with the blood, it means that not only are we forgiven of our sins of the past and any sins of the present or the future that we might ever get into when we repent of them, but it also means that we are freed from the effects of sin. That means that we don't have to have confusion, we don't have to die of a debilitating sickness. We don't have to put up with disease in our, why? Because that is all the effects of sin. <sighs> so, so number one, he said, remember his benefit, his benefit is that he forgives all our iniquities. And then he goes on to say, who heals all our diseases, which is the benefit of forgiveness and the blood of Jesus. Who heals all our diseases, chapter, uh, verse four, who redeems your life from destruction or from one version says, who, who's redeemed your life from the pit. How many of you came from the pits? Now, some of you didn't come from the pits. I came from the pits. Who redeemed, bought me back from the pits. (laughs) I've been in the pits. So it says, who redeem your life from destruction and who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Some of us ought to read that a little bit more clearly, a little bit more diligently. Crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like an eagle. So, so the writer here is telling you, remember these things. These are things that are good for you to remember. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Stop thinking all this negative stuff. Let me forget about this and replace this with some good thoughts and some good thinking. Amen. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless and extol and worship his holy name. Forget not all of his benefits. That, that's number one. I've got more here, but we don't have enough time. I've just preached myself at a time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, so say this with me: forget not, forget not the benefits of, benefits of God. He heals me, he heals me. delivers me, delivers. sets me free blesses my life this is what i think about about. forget everything else else. and give give god glory for this day put your hands together and give him the praise and the glory
0: tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for more than conquerors with pastor ray if today's message was a blessing to you ask for your free cd of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry